This is Harry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about Sean Taylor showing up for the OTAs and Clinton Portis' idiotic statements about dogfighting, Tom's trivia, and much more on the 80th episode, live with Aaron, Josh, and Joe. Yo, 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 what's up, yo? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's up, yo? What's up? How's it hanging? I've been hanging out in uh, Laurel, Mississippi, watching some dogs fight. What have you guys been doing? <laughs> um, oh, my. I'm in lovely Charlotte, North Carolina tonight. I'm can in the, the, uh, uh, Can you smell the, uh, the fumes from the cars going around in circles? <laughs> yeah. I drove right past the Carolina Panthers Stadium this evening. I did not. I did not. I did not stop and uh, and growl. I just kept on going. Although I did bark a little bit. You know what? I was trying to think of the teams in the NFC South today, and I couldn't think of the Panthers for some reason. That's because the most Redskins fans and Panthers aren't really a real team still. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they're an expansion team that took some of the Redskins fans away, Fairweather. And uh, the Redskins have beaten them almost every time that they've played them in, in the short, what, 10 or 11-year history of the Panthers. I think it, it, It's like Canada. They're not even a real country anyway. I think the Panthers have only beat them once. I think so. In, in the regular season, I think so. Only once. And it was like it was like two years ago, I think. Yeah. Um. <laughs> at any event, at any event, we got some uh, news this week. Sean Taylor. I don't. I think he reported the day after our last podcast. So last what Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. I think so. And um, he showed up. He showed up. He said something about nieces and birthdays and stuff, but everything was all good. He actually did a uh, interview I saw on Comcast, um, he, which was amazing in and of itself because I was talking to Aaron about this, Josh. Have you ever seen Sean Taylor give an interview before? You know, I'm not sure that I have. Yeah, he apparently is very, very uh, interview shy and doesn't like a lot of the cameras and people around him asking him all the questions. Uh, right. Apparently he has he's he's you know he's very much a good guy one on one but when the big groups come around he really doesn't like that that's just his deal right. um, and that's cool but apparently he's only done a very few interviews in his career but he held court and it, I, it was the first time I've ever seen him speak on camera that I can remember and he held court at length uh, talking to reporters and answering all the questions and he was very cool he was very well spoken. Just like, yeah, I'm glad to be back. You know, I had to deal with some stuff at home. I'm good here. It's like being back with family. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, ready to get going here. And he, I was, dude, he had to deal with some stuff like court and not going to jail. Yeah, truly. Hopefully, hopefully not this year. Hopefully, he's got all that behind him from last season. Because you know, if something like that happens again with uh, 
the new commissioner, they <laughs> the way things are going, because, you know, the Bengals just cut a linebacker for a, a repeated offense. So, you know, Sean Taylor screws up again like that. They might They might have to show him the door if it would be something really serious. Well, they got that new rule or whatever about the conduct and they're holding – what are they, fining teams now if their players, like, misbehave? Yeah, if the teams don't uh, take action – you know, and it's for repeat offenders. It's not really for first timers. I mean, you know, first timers that like offenders. speed or something. But you know, if it's a first timer that beats the crap out of his girlfriend or wife or something, then yeah, the league's going to come down apparently. But uh, yeah, it's 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 if they if you have a repeat offender on your team or you have a lot of offenders on your team like the Bengals who have half the roster getting arrested, <laughs> um, they. Like I said, I think it was A.J. Nicholson just got, he was charged with battery for hitting his wife or girlfriend, and they cut him. I heard that. It was the second time he'd been arrested, and they cut him. I heard that, but dude, today I heard an interview from her saying something to the effect of, he did not hit me. I was mad, and when I said that, it is not his fault. It is mine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It sounded all exactly. like exactly. It sounded <laughs> all programmed. Hit herself in the face with a cell phone. Yeah. Yet he pleaded guilty already mm-hmm. to it. So you know, you should get a smaller cell phone there. <laughs> in any event, um, so we understand how the league feels about that kind of stuff. But how do you think the league feels about um, dog fighting? <laughs> I don't think they condone dog fighting in any way. And supposedly neither does Clinton Portis, according to the latest statement issued by the Redskins. <laughs> right, right. Well, After he showed his ass on Wavy TV 10 down here in Hampton Roads. Wavy TV 10. Well, let me um, let me recap for those of you guys that didn't hear Clinton Portis' original statement. So I have the uh, transcript right here. <laughs> Said Portis. <clears throat> I don't know if he was... I don't have a good Portis voice. Anyway. I don't know if he was fighting dogs or not, but it's his property. It's his dog. That's what he wants to do, do it. Yeah, he always sounds sleepy uh-huh. when he talks. You know, you know, yeah, that people should uh, mind their business. <laughs> what people do behind closed doors. And then the reporter says, but that's a felony, it's a crime. And Portis says, that can't be too bad of a crime. You want to hunt down Michael Vick over fighting some dogs? I think people should mind their business. You take somebody who's doing positive in the community, you take a positive role model and put them behind bars for no reason, you know, over a dog fight? When asked if Portis thought it was prevalent in the NFL or NBA, Portis said, It's prevalent in life. I'm from Laurel, Mississippi. I know a lot of back roads that's got a dog fight if you want to go see it, you know? <laughs> and then Chris Samuels, um, he was, was kind of laughing the whole time. He was laughing. Yeah, he was laughing, but he was nervous laughing. I mean, if you see it, you can tell he's just got that oh snap! I can't believe he's saying. He's like, he's like kind of like, yeah, he's like, he's like, man, shut it, Clinton. Yeah, he's like, oh man, shut up, man. <laughs> like, shut up, dude, we're on camera. Dude, shut up, <laughs> shut up. And then, uh, yeah. And then, of course, Chris Samuels added that he they needed to see how it shakes out and if anyone is convicted before they make their, um, you know, I guess whatever. Anyway, which is which is a wise a wise veteran statement to make to the press. Yeah. Yes. And they, and Otherwise, known as a no brainer for most guys. 
But Glenn Portis has a history of being uh, very candid about how he feels about stuff. He told a big story to a uh, – I can't remember what reporter it was last year. He told a story to them about how uh, a lot of the players, as we all know now, at the University of Miami, the U, um, the U? carry guns. Carry guns with them when they go out to nightclubs and places. And that, you know, He said they carry them legally, but they have to have them because people will – I believe it was uh, something will roll up on them when they're out at clubs and, and uh, you know, going out late at night and things of that nature, and people will mess with them just because they're players at the University of Miami. And he started telling a story. I, I don't know the details of it, but I do know that Rock Cartwright was there, like, as he was telling the story, and he was looking at Clinton like, I can't believe you're saying this to a reporter. What are you, crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got, you know, he's got a history of saying uh Talking about stuff that people don't normally talk about, like the fact that a lot of players at his university carry guns with them when they go out for a night on the town. So yeah. if you're in Miami, you see some University of Miami players, don't mess with them. Because they have guns. They might put a cap in your ass. But apparently he's like, that's just the reality of it, is the reality that they need to have guns for protection. And I guess his reality is also that he knows a lot of people that fight dogs and he doesn't think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. That might be the way it is with him, but it's still a felony. I think it's illegal in every state, and I think it's a felony in, like, 47 or something of that nature. I don't know the exact number, but it's felony in Virginia. In the recent interview I gave concerning dogfighting, I want to make it clear I do not take part in dogfighting or condone dogfighting in any manner. <laughs> so you need to read that as, like, some suit. You know what I'm saying? A shirt and tie, because he didn't write that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yes, I have a statement on behalf of uh, Clinton Portis. The team issued this statement today. <clears throat> In the recent interview I gave concerning dog fighting, I want to make it clear I do not take part in dog fighting or condone dog fighting in any manner. Yes. <laughs> oh my! I'm from Laurel, Mississippi, I know a lot of back roads that got the dog fight. If you want to go see it, <laughs> you know, I, I think I like to think of myself as a rather well-traveled uh, individual. I've never seen a dog fight. I've never been asked to a dog fight. And I mean, hell, I lived in Blacksburg. But you haven't <laughs> been to Mississippi, dude. I haven't been to Mississippi. I've not been to Mississippi. I have been to Alabama, but not Mississippi. So do you think no that... No one in Alabama uh, asked me to go to a dog fight. No one in Blacksburg has ever asked me to a dog fight. Not even Michael Vick himself. Not even Michael Vick. Was it discussed the type of dogs that we're talking about here? Yeah, pit bulls. Yeah, they showed some of them 70 on the TV them. down here. I mean, they were, def they were obviously used in fighting because, I mean, their faces were Would it all guard up. They were all beat up. Different situation if it was like a chihuahua fight or like a toy. Not chihuahuas fight. would be perfectly fine because that's funny. Or, or a cock <laughs> fight. I'm kidding. I'm kidding because all of us are definitely dog lovers here. On yes, we are. We are. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's in our culture. I mean, we we treat dogs almost as children. Many of us out here in the uh, in the Western culture in America and in, in Europe. Um, so for most people, dog fighting is a pretty despicable despicable act. What about uh, Little Jerry? But not for everyone. Who's that? Little Jerry. Little Jerry. You remember on Seinfeld that cockfight that Kramer had, and he had that rooster named Little Jerry. <laughs> and he like to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, come on, Little Jerry. 
<laughs> in any event. Some people think it's cool, but, you know, it's a felony, man. All right, I'm pretty much done with talking about dog fighting. So uh, I hope you guys are, too. Um, the other news, of course, Sean Taylor showed up. We talked about that. Sean Springs is not there. And I put a post up today. I was like, can you really blame Sean Springs for not showing up? They tried to trade him away three times. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean. But Sean Springs did say that uh, he does plan to come to uh, to camp in June. He's been working out in Arizona. Right, the required stuff, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I still think he'll be on the team, even though John doesn't think so. And I, don't I don't think, think so. I think I think I don't think we're going to see him in a Redskins uniform again. I heard some dude today on Sirius Radio asking the uh, the hosts there if they think that Dallas should try to pick up Sean Springs. His dad did play for the Cowboys. Hmm. Hmm. In any event, that's cool. If they could, like, you know, give us something valuable for him. Because he's going to play four games and get hurt. Yeah. Um. Dude, John, um, yeah. I don't. I think last week we mentioned that the Redskins, <laughs> the Redskins had signed uh, a bunch of players in addition to um, Byron Westbrook. <laughs> John Stamos' brother. Out of yeah. di- out of Division Three, uh, Salisbury, I believe. Um, yeah, is that like is that Salisbury State University? I mean, State University up there in Maryland. Salisbury <laughs> State. I think it is Salisbury State University. What is Salisbury State? Have you ever seen it? Wasn't when it wasn't like frozen in a frozen dinner. What is it? It's not like you go uh, to the butcher and ask for Salisbury State, do you? <laughs> yo, yo, I'd like the porterhouse and some tri tip and some Salisbury. <laughs> Dude, can you cut my Salisbury steak in about some one inch slices? <laughs> and put it in can some I of that. Roll while you're at it? And put it in some of that frozen that that brown gravy that it always comes in. <laughs> that congealed stuff that you could comes in there. In any event, John. I think it's kind of like the dog food since we're talking about dogs. The dog food is steaks. <laughs> the dog, dog food, food is steak. The dog food is steak. All I know is I definitely rather have like a hamburger than a Salisbury steak. <laughs> Dude, you watch in like another year, like the Golden Arches place will have like the, the McSalisbury steak burger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? They got the, like, McRiblet thing that, you know, it's like pressed meat that they press, like, shapes into to make it look like it has ribs, but it doesn't. And it'll never die. They always bring it back. Like, for a limited time only, it's back. The McRib sandwich. They found, like, a few boxes of frozen McRibs back in their freezer. <laughs> uh, like, oh, man, we forgot about this warehouse. In any event, dude, dude, you got the list of those other players that got signed. Yeah, yeah, the Redskins they signed uh, they signed a total of eight, I believe, undrafted, and they cut a bunch of them um, as well. They signed, of course, Byron Westbrook, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) they signed. uh, Let's see, Cornelius Rogers, a guard. Is he uh, like a cross? Hey, Brandon Register. Hey, John. A receiver named Carl Berman. What's up? Is Cornelius um, Rogers a cross between? <laughs> Rogers and 
love child. <laughs> is he like the little cousin of Cornelius Griffin and the uncle of Carlos Rogers at the same time? <laughs> that, that, that's a frightening place that we really don't need to go. Um, let's see. They also signed a fullback, a linebacker, and a tight end named Brian Bell and a defensive end named Alex Busby, who I think went to Georgetown. Yeah. I think, but, you know, I heard some talk about him on the radio. But he, it was like he led the Colonial Athletic Conference, whatever they're called, association, um, with, I think, four and a half sacks. Dude, hold on. For the league. Hold on, wait. Georgetown has a football team? They do. They do. Georgetown just came back with a football team for the first time in like 50 years. Oh, I, not, I think they've not only been around for two years or so. Interesting. Very strange. But anyway, they cut a... They cut a few guys, including uh, Zach Hilton and Adrian Medice, who they had just signed like a week ago, um, and uh, UVA receiver Dayon Williams, who I did, reported earlier I didn't really think had a chance anyway. Um, I think he pulled a hammy or something in the in the tryouts anyway. I don't think any receivers are going to have much of a chance. Didn't you say? Yeah. They signed, did you say they signed Kyle Brown? You Kyle Brown? No. Is Kyle he, Brown out of uh, Michigan State. Is he related to Dudu? Doodoo Brown! What train does Doodoo take? Doodoo Brown! He takes a two train. What train does Doodoo take? Doodoo takes a two train. Doodoo takes a two train. Doodoo takes a two train. Uh, well, you know, Kyle Brown, I guess he's an undrafted free agent or something. He was, uh, he was at Kansas City last year, I think. I think he's a wide receiver, dude. I guess they gotta have one on the practice squads because someone's gotta catch the ball. Kyle Brown. Yeah, and we talked about Nemo hurting himself. He did tear his ACL, so he's on injured reserve this year. But uh, you know, he could he could have been someone who could have fought for that final fullback spot on the roster behind you know the Hosses out there. Hey, dudes! On Maybe a next year. on a completely different note, I just wanted to point out that I um, watched on my TiVo this week that brilliant game from November fifth of last year. And yeah. since we saw it from the upper deck, I now I'm going to give my game ball that I've seen it, you know, on TV. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to have to give it to James Thrash from that November 5th game. He made some incredible catches there at the clutch and um, showed his leadership that we at Harry Hog Football were saying from the beginning when people were saying that he should be cut. And we were like, no way, dude. He's got leadership more off the field than on the field, but he can still get it done. And I also have to point out that that pass down to Jason Witten that gave the uh, Cowboys the chance to win it there at the end. Who got burned on that? Archuleta. Of course. Was it? And his clean, fancy white turtleneck. Well. Mm Mm-hmm. All I know is I watched the ending of it like six times in a row. And it was just like, rewind. It's the beauty I of TV. Could, I wish we could have watched it six times in a row at the stadium. I know. Man. I got to say, I never, like, watching it on TV, I've never heard the stadium that loud as when that kick got blocked all the way through to the win. Dude, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. I just Unbelievable. Thought I'd throw that out. Good times. So the, uh, so yeah, I guess we didn't really talk about the beach blitz, but that happened this past weekend. Yeah. Beach Blitz. Because we weren't there this year, so we can't really report on it. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, one of my students got an autograph from Gary Clark. He was very excited. Sweet. Yeah, I told him that was awesome. Of course, Gary Clark like retired before this kid was ever born. <laughs> but right. he still he was still very he was beaming. He was very happy. He got to get an autograph from Gary Clark, and he met Mike Sellers. He didn't get an autograph from him, but he got to see him. He right. was really big. Apparently, there are a lot more players <laughs> there this year than last year. Yeah, Clinton Portis was here. <laughs> and Chris Samuels, as we saw. <laughs> as we saw and heard giggling in the background and that, oh, man, shut up. Smoot was shut in up. town, right? Smoot was in town. Smoot was here. Yep. I think Gibbs, however, was in Charlotte for the next Hell Cup All-Star Challenge. Right, right. I think Smoot's going to have a good year. I think Smoot is going to have a great year. I don't think anyone outside of the Redskins circle is is understands what a valuable player he is and what he's going to be to this team. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he's going to have a career year this year. Oh, speaking of career years, did you guys read all that stuff about Jason Campbell? Yeah, man. They were sa- basically everyone that's seen him at camp is like, he's a different quarterback. Like he's awesome. He's big smooth, man. The guy's, <laughs> the guy's like a piece of art when he moves. He's just, just fluid. Did you just call him Big Smooth? That's what I call Yeah, dude, that's the nickname I came up for him. Big, Big smooth. smooth. Big Smooth, man. You see him, he drops back, takes his looks, he throws the ball. It's like one fluid motion from the time the ball is hiked to the time it leaves his hand. Well, Big Smooth. Well, apparently he's been working like all off season with Al Saunders and whoever the quarterback coach is. And, that's uh, cool, yeah. And like apparently he knows the playbook inside and out now. And he's just like got perfect. He said the receipt or someone said whatever reported it said that the receivers were just like wow. You guys hear that music? Uh, I do. I do hear it. So, dude, did we get any uh, voicemails for the big answer for the huge uh, prize this week? We did actually. We got uh, we got a singular voicemail message from our friend HT out in Las Vegas. Go ahead and play it. Let's see if you got it right. All right, here we go. Hi, this is Hunter from Las Vegas, uh, HT. Call with some of your questions, and I'm thinking with uh, Ed Hockey. He always seems to be involved in this game. There you go. Um, sorry, HT. Uh, that's not quite the right answer. Ed Hockey may have been the official for the game, but I don't know if he was the replay official. Well, I do know. He wasn't the replay official that I was trying to call. That's right. Two, three shirt sizes, two small head hockey league. Yeah. Uh, uh, so anyway, the question was, who was the replay official that overturned the call? And the answer was none wait, other than... Wait. What? Do we, do we want to tell him, or do we just want to let it go another week and let somebody call in and try for it this week? We could do that. We could do that, because I got an email from someone in England... Which apparently we're getting really popular there. Excellent. Um, you know they're big in England. <laughs> it, it always happens, man. You know it's like uh, it's like the, all the British groups that are like huge in America but not very big in Britain. Uh huh. So anyway, I got an email from a dude in England that said that he called in and left a message on our Skype number, but we didn't get it. So go ahead and try to send it again if you got it because the prize is still open. And that prize is from the beaded um, 
Toad. Be it Toad. And it is a set of Redskins jewelry, including a necklace and bracelet and earrings. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. For the woman in your life. Lovingly handcrafted in burgundy and gold. Excellent. And um, so go ahead and give us a call for that. We're only taking calls for this answer. So, um, yeah. Uh, once again, the uh, number is... 202-657-HAIL. And, um... I think it's 4245. 202-657-4245. So go ahead if you know the answer. You got another chance to win this wonderful prize from the, the good people at thebeatedtoad.com. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we don't have a new question for this week. We'll save it. This is a good question, though. We, we don't get the answer this week, then we'll, we'll give the answer, but uh, we may have to save the prize for another hard question. Mm. Yeah, this question's really hard. I mean, we might as well be asking who the damn head groundskeeper was. <laughs> so if you get this question, yeah, bully for you. This is a tough one. Right. It was that dude from Rudy, man. <laughs> Speaking of, did you guys see that My Name is Earl thing with the Rudy references on there? No. Anyway, it was pretty funny, but I'm not going to get into it in this forum. You love the show, or that show. Yeah, I do. It's hilarious. Always talk about it. My name is Joey. <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, do you guys have anything else to add? I guess we need a random red skin of the week. Oh, yeah, the random red skin of the week. I got a good one this week. It is Mark Boutte. Defensive Boutte. tackle out of LSU from 1994 to 99. He played... During the lean years, Mark Boutet. I thought we're still Chick in. Your Boutet, yeah. Chick your Boutet. <laughs> we're still in the lean years, aren't we? Well, we made the playoffs. You know, we got the second round of the playoffs. John's in the lean years. I'm in the BTE years. <laughs> I'm always going to be in the lean years, I think. Speaking of, <laughs> dude, I don't know John if I said it. like 50 bean burritos and still be in the lean years. Dude, we got to put up a picture from Aaron's wedding because, as everyone was saying, when they looked at all the groomsmen, they're like, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was I about to say? I don't know. Oh, yeah. A few weeks ago, we got another letter from Scotland. I don't know if I mentioned it, but they were asking how big you had to be to be in the uh, BFF club. Oh, yeah. That would be the BTE Big Fat Fatty Club. <laughs> BTE meaning bigger than ever. <laughs> bigger than ever Big Fat Fatty Club. And, and um, the answer, I believe, is 200C. 200 pounds. It to be at least 200 pounds. 200 pounds and a case of Iron Brew and membership is yours. <laughs> like, if you're calling from Scotland. But it can't be like solid muscular pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be jiggly pounds. It's got to move when you walk. It's, but it cannot be, under any circumstances, Daryl pounds. Now you might, Daryl pounds. Now you might, you might be able to sneak by if you weigh about 175 but are about 4'11". <laughs> but if you're over three, we give you an extra gold star on your lapel. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, dudes, we got to wrap this thing up. Um, go ahead, send us some email. Keep the forums going. Uh, Danny's on there uh, moderating that for us, and there were some good posts this week. Get on <laughs> Thank there. You, Danny. And 
slacked a little bit over the past week as far as getting stuff up on the blog, and we'll we'll try to do a little bit better with that. I know uh, some of us are traveling, and some of us have vacations, and other thing else is going on, and we're kind of all over the place. So, uh, and some of us just had problems getting it to work, but we got them ironed out. Yeah, so. word up, word. So, and, uh, uh, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it going on. So but yeah, uh, we had a lot of people register on the site. Thanks everybody, and uh, I guess we'll talk to y'all next week. Hey, what's that email address, Aaron? E- the email address is redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. And don't forget that is H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. Harry as in the name, not the not, not the quaff. Not the quaff. <laughs> not, the, not the adjective. <laughs> and, and as always, if you guys see a Cowboys fan, oh, oh, we didn't even mention that, did we? What? Oh, yeah, the whole thing about the Cowboys, they're they're – Yet to be built new stadium. Apparently today they named it the Cowboys, or, or not named, but said that the Cowboys will be getting uh, the Super Bowl in 2011 for their new stadium. Really? Apparently they're designing the hole in the roof on purpose this time. Now that's only five years from now. If these engineers mess up again, um, they're they're putting a lot of pressure on them to get it right and make that stadium safe for people to sit in. <laughs> so. And it's also a pretty safe bet that the Cowboys won't be in the Super Bowl in 2011, so that was probably a good choice. Yeah, good one. So anyway, wouldn't that be great for the Redskins to make it that year and win the Super Bowl in Dallas? Oh, dude, that'd be awesome. How awesome would that be? I'd be there, dude. I'd be there. Calling it. I'm calling it right now. Calling it. 2011 Super Bowl. Remember, we'll rewind back to Harry Hog episode 80 when that happens. Episode 80. Episode 80, which means... Man, coming up next week. Next week. Next week. The one and the only Art Monk episode. Oh, right. We'll call next week the Hall of Fame episode. Yeah, the, yeah, the HOF, BTE, BFF episode. <laughs> All right, y'all. So uh, so back to where we were. If y'all see a Cowboys fan this week. Joke em. Joke em. <laughs>